sauce, pass, 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 pass the poutine. This is the poutine. Fries, cheese curds, and chicken gravy. This is the poutine. Hi, everyone. It is your host, Nina, from Pass the Poutine Podcast. And today we have a very special guest. His name is Jonathan Lee, and he is a Chinese Canadian. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Uh, pretty good. Pretty well, good. welcome yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're actually recording in his apartment right now, which is very nice, by the way. Um, yeah, we are the same age. We're in our late 20s, but somehow you have made it and you have your own place how did you do it well the first step was to be born to the right family key that is like (laughs) rule number one yeah um like i wouldn't consider ourselves rich by any means but um we're decently well off uh so my family was able to help me towards down payment um i mean mortgage payments and everything i'm all handling myself right now uh but uh yeah i guess i guess some people may say i made it Although it doesn't feel like that sometimes. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> like we're we're in our late twenties, and I don't know anyone in my late twenties that has their own place. Well, no, okay, I know one girl, but other than that, like pretty much everyone kind of lives at home still. It's like it's pretty hard to live in Vancouver, I would say. First, what, what kind of Chinese are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a. <laughs> um. So the, I'll just start with my mom. That's the easy part. Um, mm-hmm. My mom's from Taiwan. Um, she moved here when she was like around high schoolish, um, so not like a direct immigrant. Probably lives here more than half her life now. Whereas my dad is from Fiji. It's like a small island, kind of near Australia, New Zealand ish. Ooh, so your dad's like was born and raised there? Uh, yes, he was. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Fiji is a British colony, so they're part of the Commonwealth. So there's a lot of British influence there. Mm-hmm. He's not like quite like Chinese Chinese. There, there's like a large population of, of Chinese and um, Indian people in Fiji. They mostly speak English there. Um, okay, so your dad speaks perfect English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess for me, you could say I'm like two second, two point five generation sort okay, of thing. Okay, okay, kind of got you. Yeah, so I'm not like. Like, my family wasn't, like, completely purely immigrant, but they kind of sort of were... They kinda, There was, like, that stepping stone between, like, straight from Asia... Exactly, to, like, right. Like, to the other Western... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like you go to college before you go to university a little bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, kinda, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay. It's, it's like that. They did speak some Cantonese among the family when they were in Fiji. I think from what I understand is, like, it was, like, a dialect very similar to Cantonese but it wasn't exactly the same okay because when like cause my dad can speak some Cantonese but mm-hmm. I think people who are native Cantonese speakers can't understand everything he says because he has a, a bit of that dialect slash accent sort of so thing. is he more comfortable speaking English oh yeah for sure really yeah. oh man like, at home we spoke English because my parents couldn't communicate in Chinese because they didn't know the same no way yeah. well, Mandarin and Cantonese speaker right right so, <laughs> so your parents spoke to each other in English at home yeah, yeah you grew up in a really interesting Asian household in Vancouver yeah I know right I feel like I couldn't like relate to like the people who were like maybe second third generation totally but I can relate to also people who were also children of immigrants right 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 they spoke the native language at home yeah so if your dad didn't speak canto that well and you spoke to your dad and your mom mostly like your household you just spoke english does that do you speak any canto so you only speak english uh yeah i my parents put me through chinese school for a little bit right they're Um, like trying to keep the heritage alive yeah kind of and i guess 
when you're a kid and you're forced into something, you kind of just reject it. Yeah, of course. And you have to naturally rebel, man. Yeah, and I went to school, my elementary and high school were mostly white, so... Really? Yeah. Did you go up in Vancouver, though? Burnaby, but I went to private oh, school. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, so, you weren't lying about the well-off thing. I see you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Middle, maybe, maybe <laughs> upper middle class. Oh, okay. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, when, it, when it came to things like education, my parents were more willing to spend a lot of those things, but we did try to save money in a lot of other ways. Like, they, they knew the value of money. Like, they weren't, like, frivolous with it. Um, In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Really? Um, can mean, you can you get, elaborate on the how they kind of, like... I mean, spent the money like uh, oh, okay like did, did your parents <laughs> drive nice cars um so we have uh well actually we had a family business that's awesome um, so my dad um was a franchisee of white spot so oh that's for, dope for anyone not in vancouver that's a chain of restaurants that are mostly in vancouver i think one or two in alberta it, it serves white food. Actually, have I've you never been to White Spot. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been to White Spot. Okay, yeah, it yeah. serves white food. Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm from Vancouver. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, okay. You asked like a question. It's like you, you serve white food. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. No, I have a story about this because I have a friend from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, she's black, and she visited Vancouver <laughs> first time in her life. And then we were like driving around the city, and then she sees White Spot, and she's just like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's like a food place." And she's like, "Why is it called White Spot?" I was like. Oh man, I like never thought about that. That's totally racist. Yeah, dude, white spot is like the name itself, right? Imagine if there was a place called like Asian spot or like black spot, right? Oh, I would have why, why is white spot okay? I, I think the sort of the name was just because it was supposed to be like known as like they wanted to like emphasize how clean they were. It's like, and then that still goes back to like racism in in a in a sense too, right? And I feel like you can make anything racist that's if you really tr- that's try. True, that's if, true. Like you try yeah, hard enough. Like. That's true. Okay, let's go back to your parents' super nice cars, though. <laughs> the cars could be written off um, as a business expense, right? Because um, my dad did do a lot of uh, he, he would pick up supplies and stuff to restock the store. Totally, so he totally. Would get a he would need. You lease a new truck every however many years. Right, and then every year you can get, like, the decrease of value taken off and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so it was like that. But, like, we didn't drive anything super fancy. It was just, like, you know... Just like a Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. No, no, like, <laughs> like Ford SUV. Okay, sort of okay, okay. But it was, okay. like, a new car every now and then. I so it's it. like, But, yeah, for terms of education, I went to private school. My what, biggest... was, what was it like in private school? You know, I always wanted to go to private school. No. Yeah, no, because, like, I was a public school kid, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, like, when I was in grade six... My brother, like, I think they were fucking with me now that I'm older and I was thinking about it. They're like, we're going to send you to private school next year. And I was like, no way. And then I went online because we had internet when we when I was in grade six. And I was like looking up all the private schools. I was like, maybe I go to this one. I like the uniform for this one. And I never got to go. And I was like, oh, I never get to wear the uniform. You should have called them on their bluff. I know. Awesome. Let's go buy uniforms now. Yeah. And then they were like, haha. Well, you didn't grow up. Do you have older brothers? I'm, I'm the oldest brother. Okay. See? Yeah. See? So you're the one fucking around with your younger sibling, right? Because, like, my older brother's, like, yeah, yeah, with everything with me my although, whole life. Although I did have an older cousin who immigrated with my family. Mm-hmm. And he stayed with my dad because his parents weren't able to come. Okay. Um, so he was kind of like an older brother to me. Okay. And, yeah, he and then did. he, like, farted in your face. Oh, yeah, he fucked yeah. around with me all the time. All the yeah. time, yeah. right? Oh, my um, God. Yeah. yeah. He's also life. a dad, too, right? So it's like, huh. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you yeah. know what? I'm not continuing the cycle. Like, his kids are about, like, 
10 ish. <laughs> I, I could totally like do what he did to to me and my brother. Yeah, and, uh, you just farted in his kid's yeah, face. Yeah, I haven't really done that. You know, I just like, you know, lift them up, toss them around, sort of thing, but like, yeah. not really like anything. Nothing bad. So charitable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mercy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, so private school. Um, yeah, so if you grew up with a bunch of white kids in private school, then yeah, your experience is quite different from the average Chinese Canadian in Vancouver. Yeah, it was kind of funny because there's like, in our grade, there's maybe like, three chinese kids yeah we all hung out yeah <laughs> you all you hung out the other two chinese kids yeah pretty much um i don't think we really like got along too too well um with the other kids yeah we're just hanging out because of just circumstance i guess sort of thing you just like looked at each other and you're like you look like me <laughs> Let's maybe be maybe subconsciously that's what it was <laughs> I, just gravitated I, I don't know because kids. like when you're when you're in that kind of school like i mean maybe like yeah it was like in an italian community um so maybe mm. like 80% of the school's Italian. Even, like, there's, wow. like, very few non-Italian white kids there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And it was just kind of... You just don't culturally identify with any of them, right? Right, and, like, I was, right. Yeah, I just... And Italians are quite, like, patriotic. Like, they're very, like, Oh, I'm yeah, Italian. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And, like, yeah. And then, you know, like, kids can be shitty sometimes, so it's kind of... Totally. I wonder if, like, time. private school kids are, like, more shitty than public school kids. That's debatable. Like, that's the thing. Like... People always think that, like, oh, you know, you, these kids go to, like, a private school. It's like, you know, they're goody goods and all that shit. Yeah, like, totally. They uniform and blah, blah, blah. But, like, there was a lot of bad shit that happened. Like, well, yeah, I, I, like, can you tell me? Well, first of all, in elementary school, I would get picked on. You would? Yeah. And it wasn't just kids in my grade. It was, like, the older kids, too. That was pretty bad. Really? Yeah. Like, what would they say? So, you know, Asian. Right. Smaller nose and all of that shit. <laughs> yeah. They would call me Pancake Face. I never understood. Yeah, I never understood what the fuck that meant. I I never I never you're understood. Like, you're like I like pancakes. Is it a compliment? Oh no, that just messed me <laughs> no, up. No, I couldn't no. even eat them for like years. really. Yeah, I was like you got PTSD. Yeah, it it, it was like uh, I mean, looking back on it now, it's just like haha, silly. But like, yeah, you know, they call you that, and then like it like really hurts your self esteem. Like yeah, and yeah, then, like sure. it's not just that. It's like you're you're freaking like you're sixth seventh grader. And yeah. you're throwing things at like a second grader, and you're calling Aww. them names. Like, how shitty is your life that you have to do that, right? Like, right, right. It's just, you know, what I mean, like, like you're gonna talk shit to people like in your own grade, whatever. You don't like them. Well, have some integrity, right? Exactly. Like, don't like, don't pick on someone that's like not right, smaller than you. Like, right, right. Just, like if you're gonna fight, make it like one on one. Yeah. Yeah, and like fair. Yeah, and like yeah, and then just growing up like Asian household, you kind of have a bit of like anger issues sometimes because of how you get raised. Um, I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. But but you were saying how your parents are... They seem pretty progressive. I was going to ask if, oh. like, with, with issues like so, that, <laughs> would you, like, tell your um, parents about it? Growing up, my parents are a bit tigerish. Like, okay. Um, It felt like I was getting the... Like, I, I guess I didn't realize it until I was older, but I felt like maybe I was getting the worst of both worlds. So in some ways, they were, like, super tiger about, like, oh, you have to study in school, you have to do well, like... They cared about the grades in my fourth grade report card for some reason. Mm. Like, is that the first year you started getting grades, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if this is like the complete reason, but like we, I started in public school yeah. until grade two, and I think maybe that's also the reason why I got picked on because I didn't know anybody when I moved into the school. Mm. Um, from what I understand, kindergarten, grade one, grade two, in the public school, we didn't really do much for like in terms of homework or anything. And then I guess, like, my parents didn't like that. And then they just thought that they'd put me in a private school where we actually were getting more homework. 
Mm. Um, to them, homework equated like intelligence or smartness yeah, or something. And that also got me put in Kumon. Oh my god. Oh, you had to go to Kumon too. Uh, in addition, oh man. Yeah, later on too. It just it was hell. It's like you know mm-hmm. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm grinding all the homework. Mm-hmm. Kumon. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh. It's like oh yeah, my god. Give me a break. Let me Mom play my video games. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Let me be a kid for you know some time. Yeah. So you get raised like that in that environment. Um, like they're, they're, they were they got a lot better over the years, right? Of course, um, was, which normally happens with parents. Yeah, yeah as and, they get older. Yeah, and I'm glad that all changed. Um, uh, it is a bit annoying because they were more lenient with my brother and with everything. How, how much younger is your brother? Uh, he's four years old. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, four years younger. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess more three and a half, but yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, it's probably because you're the firstborn and like you're their first kid, right? So they're they're kind of experimenting as parents too, right? They don't really know. Yeah, I joke about that all the time. Yeah, it's right. Like they messed me. They messed up with raising me, and then yeah. they learned from those mistakes, and they're able to like make less mistakes raising him. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> totally. Did you kind of have a choice, like, after you graduated high school to kind of take a gap year and do something else, or were you kind of forced to go to university right Absolutely away? not. <laughs> Surprise to no one, yeah? Okay. Yeah, my parents were very insistent that I do, like, some sort of post-secondary. Even throughout high school, it was, like, all about grades, 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 and you had mm-hmm. to go into, like, a post-secondary institution, UBC, SFU, or maybe even abroad. I, I, although they were even very... Abroad. They were very clingy to me. To some degree, that they were upset whenever I would like, go out too late and stuff like that. So, I don't think they would have been totally down with abroad unless it was like the most prestigious thing ever. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Obviously, my grades weren't good enough for that, and I didn't want to take all those like um, what's it like SATs and all that stuff to get right. to the American universities. Yeah. Yeah. So I just applied to UBC and SFU. Ended up going with SFU because it was closer, and then the pro and the programs I wanted to go into for UBC I couldn't get in. Well, more one of them I missed the deadline for the supplementary application okay. for solder. It was okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have no idea what you're oh. talking about. <laughs> oh, where'd you go to? Your, I, I went to SFU. SFU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Unfortunately. Yeah, so it's a prison for those who don't know. Literally, the the architect used to design prisons, and then he designed our university. Oh, wow, I think so it gets fitting. a bad rap on that. Um, oh, what's your opinion? Did it feel like a... Did it not feel like a prison to you? I think it was the only that had the prison feeling because it was a community school, and it was so far away from everything else. Like, it's on top of a mountain. Exactly, right? It's like... I don't know who thought it would be a good idea to put something like so far, like someone really committed to the pun of higher education and they're like, let's... They, they took it too literally. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happened. It's like probably the most expensive dad joke in Vancouver. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I heard like, um, I heard it was based on something like in history where um, like rich people and they live on the hills, you know what I mean? Oh, so they thought, let's let's study yeah, on the hills and yeah. be, pretend to be rich. Totally. Like, I, I don't know. Have you seen the movie Parasite, that Korean movie that's, like, winning all the awards right now? Oh, yeah, you you ha- still have not. not oh, God. I have a massive backlog of things I need to oh, watch. Oh, you need it's to watch it. It's crazy. so good. Like, but just like, for people that have watched it, it's a story about, like, a rich family and a poor family. And then the poor family, they live, like, literally in a basement suite. And then the rich family lives, like, up on this hill, right? So there's a lot of symbolism between, like, rich and poor and, like, you know, upper class literally living in the up, upper lands kind of thing. So so I think that, that a little bit has to do with SFU. Because when I was there, uh, I lived on res for a little bit 
And so I met a lot of people like that weren't from BC. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were American. And I asked one American girl, and I was like, why did you decide to go to SFU? Because it's like, for us, it's kind of weird for like an American to be like, I'm going to go to SFU, right? Yeah. Um, and she was like, you know, I, I wanted to study somewhere else. And then when she was looking at UBC versus SFU, she said when she was being driven up the mountain and she saw like the campus after they made that turn from the trees, she was like, this is the school I want to go to. So it, it, I think there's some sort of like psychological effect there jonathan's like giving me this like what are you talking about face is, like is it like a yeah. case of the grass looks greener i think it might be that i huh. don't know yeah so so you were at sfu and then did you know what you wanted to study hell no okay same same yeah <laughs> that's why i just feel like the gap year would have maybe helped me but like i don't know i think my parents were like overly paranoid about like oh he takes a gap year he's not gonna want to do school that's true. That's like every parent's fear. Yeah, it was yeah. like, and then there's like, oh yeah, you know, if you're gonna take a gap, you're gonna pay rent and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't making that much money, and I didn't want to rely on them for that sort of thing. I was like, okay, fine, I could live rent free, and you know, they're paying for half my tuition, so like, Great. that's a good thing. So let's go to school. Yeah. Yay! So what courses were you taking in your like um, first few semesters? So in high school, I did really well with bio. Okay. Like sciences. So I thought. Okay. Did you experiment with the idea of being a doctor? I don't think I ever wanted to do the doctor thing. I think I would have made a shit doctor. I think there are a lot of shit doctors out there. There are. Yeah. And I feel like the mentality that oh you have to be a doctor because you got good grades things. Why you know doctor? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like the, that Family Guy bit where it's like the Dave and Dad burst into the kids' room. He's like, "You doctor yet?" And he's like, "Dad, I'm 12." Come back to me when you doctor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, there's like a scale of like the... The hierarchy. How, how applied it's the sciences. Right, I think, right. I think on one end just like sociology because I like think people, people interact and everything. Social... Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually very flattered that you consider sociology a science. I just consider it well, art. It has, it, has, it has social science in the name, but it's kind of art, right? It's very hybridy. Um, yeah. It's funny because I had a professor who was very like, he was like the biggest oxymoron, is social sciences. Yeah. And he just ranted about all that stuff and then gave a bunch of examples of how like it's not the a science data they collect is not purely empirical. And right. It's right. kind of like if you repeat the same results over and over again, you won't get like if you repeat the same experiment over and over again, you won't get the same results because yeah, it's usually done poorly or like people are right. You, you can't really properly like quantify them. Yeah. So it, let's just say that's really really far out there. On how okay, let's say it's on the end. Yeah. And okay. You kind of give it a bit further, and I think it's like psychology because there is some art to it, but there's also some hard science to how people think. It, they use a scientific method, and they're trying yeah. to like add into like yeah, yeah, science yeah. into it. But yeah, and yeah. I think a little further you get biology. Because you are studying... Biology is, like, in the middle. Because okay. you're studying, like, kind of, like, higher level and all that, right? Right, And right. I guess, like, in biology, there's, like, all those chemical processes because that's just, like, you know, how the brain works. It's just neurons, chemicals, all that stuff. Right, right. Like, people aren't disagreeing with, like, what a red blood cell is. Exactly. Right? Or, like, yeah. or the chemical mechanism of the cell and how it works like, mm-hmm. and all that. Um, then you go further down and... You get chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. Yeah, chemistry, physics, because, you know, chemistry is physics are kind of like there my upbringing made me hate math even though i was good at it in high school oh really you yeah. were good at it i was oh was i that good at it i don't know it's like one of those things like in elementary school i was probably top in like the whole school or one of the top so stereotypical stereotypical of course <laughs> yeah like oh math reward huh i go to the asian kid <laughs> yeah exactly ah, yeah. shocker and then i was like huh i guess i'm good at this but then mm-hmm. i was kind of ashamed at it because people made fun of me for being good at it mm-hmm. uh, yeah. then you go to high school 
And then there's like, you know, there's like kind of like the other smart people from other schools are all there now. Mm -hmm. And then you're no longer the smartest. Right. Um, I was still good enough to be in like the advanced math course. So I was taking math one grade higher. This whole podcast is one humble brag. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Okay. If most of your listeners are Asian, I'm pretty sure they will relate. (laughs) They will relate. Yes. (laughs) Relate. experimenting i took writing courses philosophy courses you took philosophy did you like it um it was interesting uh i, I don't think i retained most of it i remember some of the stuff mm-hmm. um yeah one of them was like the logical one uh, uh did you ever take critical thinking is that the writing course no one-on-one no critical thinking it's um if p then q oh yeah yeah that yeah i took that one yeah um, that's such a great course yeah you liked it I think everyone. I think it should be mandatory, like government mandated. A lot of people didn't like that one because they don't. They can't think logically. It like hurts their brain. I know, right? So basically, I, I took this one, um, and we'll get to this later. Yeah. But um, and you know how SFP is like all scaled and all that. Totally. Um, I'm surprised how low the bell curve was because like everyone. I guess everyone was like a psych major taking it or like a more artsy <laughs> person, and then like they saw my marks and they're like, "What the hell?" I'm like. And what's your major? I'm like, oh, I'm doing like sciences. And they're like, oh, of course you're doing sciences. Mm. That course you did, well, you're doing sciences. I'm like, oh, huh. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. why I learned I was different from them. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it, it was like, just like, huh, critical thinking, logic. That makes sense. Totally. I take that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so I, you, you kind of just committed to computer science then? Well, after two years of aimless wandering, not knowing what I was doing. Uh, oh, same boat. Yeah. I, I, I took, tried business. You tried business. I tried business, yeah. You know what? Me too. You did? We, I did. I fucking hated it. I know, right? I hated it so much. I was like, this is the worst thing. It felt like half of it was BS. The, yeah. And, and, I'm so, and I'm someone who studied psychology, and I'm saying business is BS. You know what I mean? Like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, I didn't really know what I was doing, so I was fucking around a lot. I skipped a lot of class. Like, did you? I never skipped class when I was in high school. Oh, but in university, it's so easy to oh, skip. It's yeah. so it's easy. It's just like I have this power now. Right. Hmm. Like, there's 300 kids in the class. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna notice. It's like one. when you're deprived of something for so long, and then yeah. you just like go ham on it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I was for the first year and a half. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and I know a lot of people had this problem too. Is if you're one of the smart kids in high school, you don't learn the proper work ethic because because it's so easy yeah, yeah like i was getting like 95s and i was starting the night before right and right. i was just like yeah yeah i'm t- smart i can get away right, with this you right. go to university and you're like i'm gonna do the same thing that got me here and you get like 55 i'm like oh my god huh. <laughs> what is life yeah i was like okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like you know bell curve saves you from that in like the first year because everyone else is going through the same thing but right like once, right once people figure their shit out and you haven't figured your shit out, you're oh, you're done. Super behind. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think my mom to this day can tell anyone what I do for a living because she doesn't understand it. Well, that's how you know you have a good job. It's like <laughs> if your parents can't explain it to other people, right? Yeah. I, I guess. Um, yeah. For the longest time, she thought it would be IT tech support. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, mom. Just because I study 
computer science doesn't yeah. mean like I fix people's printers for a living. Right, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> if anything, yeah, with a, we have someone fixing our printers for us. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, you you called the IT support. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, like, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so, so like, are you, so with your comp sci background, yeah. are you, do you think you'll, like, stay in this career field, like, forever? Or are you still kind of confused about what you want to do? Oh. I know it's uh, like I know it's tough because uh, because it's like do I want to make money and yeah. like keep the lights on or do I want to pursue what it's I like love right I've heard thrown around is the golden handcuffs. Ooh, I've never heard of this. Um, so it's like when you're in a position where you're very well off mm-hmm. and you're making money, but you're not exactly happy where you are. Right. Um, but you just can't just up and leave because like maybe your whole life is kind of committed to that. Yep. Um, so I guess I don't. I haven't fully settled down, but, like, in some people's cases, like, you know, they're married, they have a mortgage to pay, and they have kids. Yeah, and, especially yeah. people, like, in our age, like, late yeah. 20s. Yeah, and they say maybe they're working a really well-paying job that pays for everything they need to live this lifestyle. Yeah. But they're not happy with the job. Right. Um, like, that's how that's how the golden handcuffs kind of mm, is, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, myself, I, I enjoy, like, the finer things in life, so... Your princess. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm baby, right? You know. You're... <laughs> so, <laughs> so I um, I don't know if I'll ever up and leave this. I've really toyed with the idea of doing my own startup, except I just don't mm-hmm. know what I would do, and I know it's going to take a lot more work than I'm putting in right now. Mm-hmm. And also, like, there'll be like a period of time where I will be making zero money or yep. negative money, negative money, yeah, yeah, while doing the startup. So it's just, yeah. It's kind of scary out there, and I don't know if I. It's probably something I probably should have done while I was like younger. I think I think you're still young though. Like really, I feel so old now. I'm it's like you kidding. get up, you try to do something you used to do before. You say, "Oh, I can't do this anymore." It's like, "Oh, my knee has a problem now." Uh, exactly, my back hurts. Oh all god, that stuff. yeah, yeah. I th- I think it's just like the grind and like also reaching almost thirty now. Yeah, when you go out and I'll be like, oh, "I'm tired. I just want to go home." Yeah, or like it's like nine p.m. and you're like, "It's bedtime." Yeah, pretty much. It's so it's just a it's getting old. You know, hang around younger people. They're like so vibrant, and you're just like, oh, it's exhausting. Younger people like, are exhausting. I'm, I'm tired. They have so much energy. I know. It's just yeah. And uh, I, I need to like throw them around with children so they can just get it all out, man. Like so. Holy so, shit, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we're in our late twenties now, and like you, I'm sure you have friends that you know are like getting married and like have kids and stuff like that like are you starting to feel the pressure or do you feel like that's kind of the life path you want to go into i know that i'm not sure if this happened in other families but it's like when you get a certain age and you're still single your family keeps bothering you it's like i can tell you that's a very asian thing yeah. why don't you have a girlfriend right 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 yeah, like, yeah. it's just like oh okay but also the other thing parents did was like, oh, no dating when you're in like this age. Yeah, you're like, not allowed to date or, until you get married. Or don't go out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, where, where are the grandchildren? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a different cycle. So it's like, where's your girlfriend? How come you don't have a girlfriend yet? Yeah. And then when you do have one, it's like, when are you getting married? Mm-hmm. And when you do get married, it's like. When you're having kids. Yeah. And when you have the first kid, you're like, when's the second one coming? Yeah. And it, it just keeps, it's just like, it just it's like an endless ends. cycle, yeah. And it's funny, if you stay in one spot too long, mm-hmm. people start questioning things. Yeah. So my right. brother, and he might hate me for saying, sharing this story, stayed in the no girlfriend area for a while. I mean, he dated a bit, but like, it wasn't like anything serious and he never brought any of the girls to like family gatherings because mm-hmm. he wasn't, you know, serious with any of them. Um, 
And then they were asking him, oh, like, oh, why don't they have a girlfriend? You know, where, where's your girlfriend? And, like, assuming right. that he has one. And then it got so bad that, like, one of our cousins from overseas messaged him on Skype and it's like, hey, you don't have a girlfriend yet. Are you, are you, are you gay? It's okay. You can tell me. <laughs> and he was just like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right? I was just like, did she actually say that to you? Holy shit. Oh, my gosh. It's like... Asian families are so invasive. I know, right? They're so invasive. Yeah, um, yeah. and um, for me, I just recently got out of an eight-year relationship. And for yeah, the longest eight, time, eight yeah. years. That's so long. So that yeah. means you were together from the age of, like, 20 to now? That's crazy. Yeah. So, because, cause, like, you you know, like, you're seeing like now you know your friends are getting married and having kids and you were in this super long relationship which i'm sure you were like i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then suddenly i don't know if it's sudden but it ends how how does that make you feel because because you you guys broke up quite recently yeah um it's been a few months it's been hard figuring things out i'm still figuring things out yeah uh over the years i've been to several friends weddings um, oh just, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Happy. And recently, uh, like actually, just by chance, two of my friends like they each had their own kid uh, mm-hmm. recently. Um, one about I want to say over half a year ago, and one two months ago mm-hmm. uh, in December. Oh yeah, it's about two months ago now. Um, yeah, it's just you you see them make, taking this huge step in their lives, and you're. Uh, you 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 uh you you see all the things that you guys you know used to do back in the day and um and how you know how and you know how your friends are right you know right your close friends you're like right. yeah you know they're, they're, you know me this guy we go way back we have all these good times yeah yeah and you look at him like he's a dad now right huh. right yeah you're it's like, like this guy I used to fuck around with when I was younger <laughs> yeah 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 so like, you know we had a, we had good times mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. Uh, things that we may or may not be proud of. Um, and <laughs> you are a dad now, but you, I'm happy for them because, like, you know, my friends seem to be doing really good jobs with uh, being parents right now. It's just, awesome. Yeah, it's um, it's like that huge leap, and I, it's like, I, I don't know. You see that you don't you don't think you could ever take that leap, um, mm-hmm. and they tell me that they never thought they could take that leap, but you know here we are here we are yeah everything just happens so fast and at once yeah it's, right it's crazy yeah. yeah yeah like like yeah i grew up with a childhood friend and now she's a mother and it's like the most bizarre thing to me because i'm just like like she never wanted to be a mother um and she was always like having kids would ruin my body blah 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 and then yeah i don't know it, it's just crazy it's just yeah. like i just feel like i you when i was younger i used to think like being 25 was really old right and then when i hit 25 i was like what the fuck am i doing and then now i'm like almost 30 oh god and then i'm like maybe 30 isn't that old because i feel like maybe in my own head like i'm not maturing or something like that because because and and i have friends that are in their 30s and mid 30s and stuff like that too and even they're like i don't know what i'm doing with my life you know what i mean so i i feel like maybe it's just forever like like you you just kind of do things along the way like you have kids along the way yeah. and you, you raise them while still trying to figure oh. out your own shit right <laughs> oh yeah i mean i'd say maybe more kids are accidents than people like them it totally <laughs> oh my god for sure 100 percent. because it's just something that just so happened to be oh well, it's incidental you know it's just like yeah, yeah it's like oh fuck i'm pregnant okay cool 
guess I'll have I'll guess I'll be a mom. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of rough though. I'm not happy with the way I handled most of it. So what was it? So cuz I 8 years is a really long time. Yeah. So when you guys separated, was it like a sudden separation or was it like, did you see it coming, like, maybe a couple of years before it happened? Um, ooh. Huh. Right? Because I know with a lot of long-term relationships, people are like, the relationship ended two years in, but they don't break up till five years later. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's... I did... So, obviously, in my, like, sadness or whatever the word is. Yeah. In that state, I did a lot of thinking about it. Um, and, like, I think it's the thing is, like, my you know how there's like an iq for intelligence quotient and then there's also like one for like emotions like mm-hmm. eq mm-hmm. um i feel like my eq is very weak uh, i never really built it up properly at home or among myself and you also study computer science yeah, exactly right like, <laughs> yeah oh, shit, so you really people. don't need to use it's eq like, at all to deal with people? you're like <laughs> yeah no, that's why you come <laughs> yeah exactly just, yeah. You know, I tell the computer to do something, it does it. Exactly. Or I program it to do it. Yeah. yeah and then perfect. if it does it wrong, it's my fault because I didn't tell it how to do it properly. Yeah, there you, know? you go. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. It gets deep. It gets deep. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think the logical part of me kind of like did put a bit of a toll in the relationship because she was a very feely kind of person. Oh, I see. I see. Um. And I think the term for it is relationship chicken where it's like things are okay. They're not, like, terrible, but they're not, like, really good. And you kind of just stick in it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's... Now that you mentioned it, it's, like, some people, like, it should end in, after two years, but you stay five more years. Yeah. I feel like that might have been the case. Like, I think back at it, it's, mm-hmm. like, some things just didn't work. Or, like, sometimes we just brought the worst out of each other. Right. Um, and there's just, like, some triggering points where it's just, like, we... At one point, we just know how to push each other's buttons so Because you know well. each other so well. Exactly, yeah. right? And it's like whenever there's a... F- like, oh my god, I, I'm i a competitive person. <laughs> oh, Unfor- shit. Unfortunately, oh, no. right? So when we did have a fight... You're like, I'm going to out-insult you. Yeah, and then you <laughs> say shit that you just wish you could take back. Right. Um, And then just sometimes you say something, it's just... It's just, it's just so bad mm-hmm. that like... You really should just end it there, but then you don't because I guess because you're emotional at that yeah, point. Like, right? of course. Like she was my first like serious relationship. Yeah, eight years. You're yeah. only twenty eight, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, pretty much, and like the whole parents not letting you date when you're high school, right? right. So you never yeah. really get to learn those things or mm-hmm. you know, feel that sort of heartbreak. And then like whenever there's heartbreak, we both didn't want to break up. You've had her in your life for eight years, and now you're taking this constant out of it. Exactly. Right? So right. that's yeah. That, of course, and then you're you just like feel like different. why, why, like you know, if things right. were. I feel like things were good for a while or comfortable enough, and then now I have to do all of this stuff. Exactly. Like, exactly. And it's it's really overwhelming, and I do I do wish her the best. Going through your very intense breakup and, you know, the fact that you're a common law, like, you have to go through all the paperwork or, like, getting a lawyer and stuff like that, um, and you're still so young, like, 28, um, would you consider getting married again in the future? Because we, we both know, like, divorce is always on the table yeah. when you get married with somebody. So, it's a funny thing that my friend brought up after uh, after the whole thing. He said that 
it's like a rough number. I don't know what each group it was, but in the U.S., the divorce rate was like something like sixty percent. Yeah, something crazy high. Yeah, something super high. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked me like, "Do you know where, which country has the lowest divorce rate?" Is it India? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, duh. And he's like saying, so statistically speaking, that you're gonna choose the wrong partner rather than if the partner's just chosen for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So, and I feel like I think it's because it's been more socially acceptable to get divorced. Um, that's true yeah but sometimes i think it's the correct decision because you just don't want to you know there's no reason for both of you to be unhappy right right and a lot of people do stay for the kids mm-hmm. um which i guess it may or may not be the right thing because maybe your kids are stuck in a broken family rather than just living with the parents separately and doing custody and all that which might be a bit healthier to see both parents like happy living on their own lives rather than trying to make something work that's just not going to work right mm-hmm. um as for myself, um, I've joked about it with my friends saying that, like, you know, this is so stressful. I hate it. I'm never <laughs> fucking doing this again. Like, yeah. But it does bring up a good point because I feel like I want to be able to have, like, a that long-term commitment sort of partner sort of thing going mm-hmm. on. Um, I don't know if I'll ever, like, move in together again because I feel like at one point me and my ex got a bit codependent on each other. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Which was definitely not the right... Like, you got codependent and you stop growing. And I feel like... And that's why I'm on this podcast. Because I just want to... Do something different. Exactly. Expand my horizons. I feel like I stopped jumping out of my comfort zone at a certain point in my life. And mm-hmm. that was probably partway through the relationship. Um, and then just, you know, you just get too comfortable. And you don't, want, you don't want to do anything anymore, right? But I do want to have, like, a partner I could do these things with. Um, right, so right. maybe I'll just do like long-term dating we'll never move in we'll kind of keep our lives separate but we will date i i, I don't oh, know interesting maybe yeah, like yeah. I, I know a lot of people who have gone married and gone divorced and then they do that they just date long term for like however many years right, like, they'll right, never right. like move in together or get remarried or anything mm-hmm. or have kids yeah um, uh are you open to the idea of like maybe an open relationship uh honestly i don't think i could do it okay i'm like a jealousy thing i'm or... the jealous type okay uh, i know some people can and i feel like with over relationship you need like you need you need, you need perfect, boundaries you need, you need like perfect boundaries yeah and you need perfect communication yeah right because like people like i think there's a misconception people think that like oh probably just means you just fuck everyone yeah like, yeah, yeah exactly, it, exactly no it doesn't it means you still have standards and you're very selective on who you fuck and like you know when in the open relationship i i've heard like from online like i i I did my reading up on this sort of thing um and so you were interested in it a little bit or just curious i was curious i'm a very curious person right um and that you know like you'll you'll have a couple and say okay we have open relationship fine um if like you know the guy decides to date another girl in the open relationship oh no 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 so that's polyamory that's a little bit different i think from the open relationship i I, think it's similar is it oh maybe i don't know the difference there is like cross bound like maybe you'll get like a, someone who's into this stuff and like a podcast yeah, in the future and maybe oh that's my next guest polyamorous <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah because i know that there are some where like you know they'll be in a relationship like maybe they'll be husband and wife and then yeah. like the husband will have like a girlfriend and the wife will have a boyfriend and right, right 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 like the boyfriend or girlfriend will know the couple as well like yeah 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 and, like and, everything's and, out yeah, yeah. yeah they'll be like yeah, you know you don't hide the, the you know your the person from each other right and, mm-hmm. and then like obviously like you know the wife has to approve of the, the husband's girlfriend like you know like if she doesn't like her it's like you know i don't want you hanging out with her you mm-hmm. know like you know she's bad for you or whatever or like she likes her so yeah you know you can go on dates with her but we're still like you know married and all that stuff um 
I think open I guess in an open relationship I guess maybe you're okay with like both parties like just you know doing their own thing you know <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, I mean yeah, totally get th- it this is like we're already explicit on the podcast it's like yeah no 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 <laughs> like I, I think well I feel like because we're also like we're like kind of old but we're also like still young and I know um beca- because we're kind of like in the middle um we're like t- the tail end of like the millennials oh, yeah. right and then just like before gen z uh so our thinking is like it's changing right yeah but, for right sure, for sure. so so i maybe the idea of like conventional like marriages might not exist because you know now like with dating apps and everything oh yeah people are dating like five people at one time you don't know what the fuck's going on yeah. like you know what i mean I, so yeah. And then because every and then from our own history and our own past, we see like our own friends or our family like get divorced and become miserable being trapped into this marriage. Like maybe people like us, we we just don't feel like we um, want to be in a position like that. Yeah, right? for sure. And I think it's all communication and boundaries. Even with that, totally. like you can date multiple people, but I think it's fair to let your the people you're dating know that you are dating multiple people. Right, right. And I feel like a lot of people just don't respect that boundary and they're like yeah i'm not really telling these girls i'm dating them i'm dating other girls yeah, but like yeah. and then like sometimes they'll be like well, you know what the fuck i thought we were exclusive right right exactly um, exactly yeah yeah and speaking of dating apps i knit, like oh you must be on the dating app game not yeah no it's, oh, okay it's, it's still, way, still fresh it's, it's still too fresh. soon but like it's um, like it you know what the hell out of me. let me okay when you let's keep in touch let me yeah. know when you get on the dating app oh, no. and then i want to do like a, a con- like a part two of like oh, no. jonathan starts dating again on Jonathan tries dating apps for the first time. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Last time I was single, these didn't exist. Exactly. Because you were in a relationship for so long. Yeah. Like, last time I was like, oh, I got your MSN. Let's yeah. message each other. You know, yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, oh. I, I can't wait for you to start. And then I'm going to oh, be like, welcome God, to Flake that, City. Not, Everyone like, is such an asshole. I, I hear stories <laughs> about it, right? And then yeah. I see your podcast about how Asian men are the least desirable. I'm like, Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> oh, shit. cool. I mean, it's like kind of true right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just like... But you know what will help you? Put your salary on your profile. No, <laughs> then I'll just get all the gold diggers. I don't want like. <laughs> I mean, but then at least you'll get no, people like, swiping right. No, I know it, it's hard. Like, I know, you know it's honestly it's like... a nightmare. Yeah, online dating is a fucking nightmare. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's just yeah. like so hard. Like. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, I, I've not been active on social media. Like, you must have seen my Facebook. I have no profile picture. Yeah, I didn't know what you were going to look like. You could have been, like, like a little man, right? <laughs> Latino? But <laughs> Latino? Uh, who knows? I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a lot of Latino Jonathan Lees out there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know, man. The only thing I have with, like, a profile picture was LinkedIn because I was job hunting. Totally. Um, so it's, like, the, that meme, like, you know, Facebook, IG, Tinder. And oh, LinkedIn, yeah, Grindr. Different pictures. To, <laughs> like, but the, they, they had yeah, different yeah, profile yeah. pictures totally, for each of them. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, like, um, mine was just blank, 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 and then me in a suit. I love it. <laughs> uh, love yeah, it. so I'll have to, like, you know, get some photos yeah. out there and then try to look more worldly, totally. I guess. Because I think you had to put your profile picture then, did you? Did you, did you listen to my ideal online dating profile for men episode <sighs> briefly yeah they're okay like, yeah you have to travel you have to start cooking yeah so i would stuff. so not only do you have to do those things you have to have photo evidence of you doing those things <sighs> also awesome. one thing i recommend is also um learning like get really good at texting because that's what you're going to be doing the whole time because like you know right. I, I feel like as like men like okay if you're on a dating app and a girl's like hey i don't really like texting do you mind if i call you how would you respond you'd be like okay yeah sure right as a guy? 
Yeah. You'd be more likely to, because guys, I feel like guys in general are more open to those kind of things. But, you know, as a man seeking a woman, if you say that to a woman, she's going to be like, wow, this guy's a freak, right? So you're going to have to get really good at texting because women, and they'll text you. Is there a reason for that? Um, Do you feel like... So men on dating apps, not just Asian men, but men in general, it's pretty hard for them to get matches because men so a lot of what men do is they just swipe yes to everyone and whoever they get a match with then they look at the profile then they decide they want to hit them up by (laughs) shooting a message right but a lot of women don't know that a lot of women just think like oh i'm a woman so every guy likes me so they think all the matches they're getting is because that particular guy's interested in them right but they don't realize it's guys swiping yes on everyone yeah so so you're gonna deal with like a lot of that because i've seen my brother use tinder before and i'm like (laughs) it's just it's crazy like he doesn't even see a photo at all and then he does the he does looks at the photos after he gets the matches right because there's no point in a guy literally looking at a photo judging if he likes the girl or not clicking yes and then for her not to swipe that it, yeah. it literally is the opportunity yeah. cost for men they literally have to swipe yes to every single woman but i feel like a lot of women don't know that and they yeah. mistake that as like all men like me so then they kind of walk around feeling like oh dating is so easy because every single guy likes me so you're gonna have to deal with a lot of that i'm so gonna have to say ghosting. yeah it's, you're, you're, it's oh honestly such a nightmare yeah like i would That's say horrible. um if you honestly if you can meet someone in real life that would be the best way like meetup well, meetup.com but like go to some events or something that you're interested in otherwise yeah, totally. yeah right yeah. But otherwise dating apps is like and that's how i screwed myself um all my hobbies are very male centric and my profession is very male centric you might have to start hanging out the nail salon like getting like pedicures or talking to the single I mom i don't really want to like should i hit up should i hit up someone who's doing my nails for me because it's like oh my god because then they won't be able to do it for me anymore right so it's like yes. you know if we break up it's like awkward i can't go to the nail salon anymore well there's so many nail so, salons in vancouver you're good don't worry about it i, I, don't, I, I just don't know anything about that oh my god you know what we can do we can totally do like Jonathan starts dating again series where like every week like we meet up and then I'm like how is it going like what's it like like you know how is dating apps like eight years after they started right because you never knew oh it'd be so fun so behind the game yeah you're so behind the game you're basically like a 60 year old man who just got out of a divorce holy crap but you're so lucky you don't have kids good job oh thank god thank god if you had like one child that was even one years old I saw that oh Netflix movie Marriage Story and like Oh my god, me too. Yeah. It was very it I was feel like so, a lot of it was related to what so I was going through. Real. Except for the kid part. I was just like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God we the, did not have a kid. Yeah, but the scene when they were like fighting oh, each other yeah. in the room and the guy's like, I wish you would just fucking die Holy and I was shit. like, Whoa, this it's like this is this is too real. <laughs> I Yeah. I, I I totally know how both of them feel in that scenario. Totally, yeah. Um just like the emotions like you think you say to yourselves like i want to make the civil i want to just, just get it over with but when you're emotional nothing is and then civil. once you're emo- like once one thing just happens like cards are off the table yeah and then like i said you say things that you regret and of course. i've said a lot of things i regret during the relationship and post breakup part i was just so grateful that we just didn't have any kids at all like good no that's yeah. good shout out to people who are listening please plan for your children like honestly my god wrap it up wrap it up oh (laughs) okay speaking of wrap it up i'm gonna wrap up this podcast all right jonathan thank you so much for coming on yeah thanks for having me and i hope to have a great day (laughs) i'll see everyone (laughs) see everyone on the next episode bye